What you call a heartthrob living? Start a podcast, catch up, just did it. Damn, talking for 20 plus minutes. Damn, he too deep up in the business. Catch up is a podcast monster. Every week still hoping for a sponsor. Hopefully in time he gonna blow. Right now, let's get to the show. Oh! Hopefully in time he gonna blow. Right now, let's get to the show. Hey, catch up. Let's go. Minimum wage heartthrobs. Let's go. Catch up. Hey. Head ass boy. Yeah. You already know what time it is. Cause it's time to get litty, baby. Yeah. Recording in the studios of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Welcome to another episode of Minimum Wage Heartthrobs. I am your boy, Ketchup. Man, last episode, I talked about uh, Disney World, man. I talked about we surprised Jordan for Disney World for a fifth birthday. And that was still like the wildest vacation I ever been on in my life. That was a crazy experience just to be in Orlando, being goofy and all type of Disney characters and stuff like that. Seeing Ariel, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Like all type of stuff, man. It was just, it was, it was a, it was a dream come true. Like I felt like a kid again. And uh, so for that episode and the other ninety-four episodes behind that one, damn, I'm getting up there. Uh, it is now on a SoundCloud and the iTunes Store. Uh, you can download the podcast app, search minimum wage heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is right there. Or if you don't like the podcast app, you can download the iHeart app, search Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, and guess what? Ketchup is still there, too. Or if you just don't like that, you can just download the SoundCloud app and search Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is still there, man. For real. Ooh-wee. Ain't that the Listen, truth? y'all. This is probably one of my favorite times of the year, besides my birthday, obviously, and, you know, summertime. But this time, sports-wise, this is this is important time because now it is tournament time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, heartthrobbers, the NCAA tournament. That's when, yeah, you're in the office and you make those bets and, you know, you know, make sure you win uh, the pool, you know. <laughs> I forgot how they like buy like like a square or something. That's what it is, buying squares. I hope you you win a square, and you know, good luck to the, the, the good luck to you. So like I say, but this is gonna be so much fun, man. What I like the most, uh, me being from Chicago, you always root you always root for the uh, the state teams, and luckily this year the University of Illinois uh, fighting Atlanta U of I, as some people like to say. Uh, they're holding it down this year, man. They're definitely holding it down. It looks like they're on their way to the NCAA tournament. And uh, it's it's a good chance that they they could win it all. Anything can happen. Once you get in the tournament, all bets are off, man. Like, one play can change anything. It doesn't matter how good you are. You could be the number one seed. You could still get upset. Uh, it happens, man. So, 
this is going to be a fun year because it's so wide open. There is no presumptive favorite. There is no legit uh, best player. Like, there's a lot of really, really good players in the tournament. And I can't wait, man. I really can't wait. But then also, uh, me personally, uh, St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner once again. And I'm excited, man. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, surprisingly, my job gave me the day off. I don't know why, but <laughs> ooh-wee, they better not try to call me in because that's what's not going to happen. But, um, yeah, like, I'm I'm excited, man. Like, last time I legit went out for St. Patrick's Day weekend, um, it was it was DJ Envy's party at Soundbar, and uh, I got really lit that night. I got really lit. I think I was doing honey jack shots. Uh, I was out of order, man. I was really out of order. And then um, then some stuff came up, and some stuff got canceled. And it was, like, another wild story. And it was, yo, it was just out of hand, man. It was just legit out of hand. But it, it, it all started off the Honey Jack, you know. And shout out to the Honey Jack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be excited, man. I'm going to be excited to be off uh, for St. Patrick's Day. Um, check it out. You know, get lit. <laughs> For the one time, you know, just for the one time, yeah. But you know, as you know, you got St. Patrick's Day. You know, it gets towards the end of March. Emmabel, Emmabel, funny. The MLB season is getting ready to start. Baseball is around the corner. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, my Cubs is slowly getting rounding into shape. Uh, this new thing with the the microphone and having a uh, ESPN get a chance to get all uh, in access with the players while they're on the field is a hit, man. Like, that shit is cool as hell. Like, it's, it's really cool. I like how they put that together. Uh, it's very promising. And, I, yeah, I just hope they continue to, to do something different and um, put it together, you know, because baseball needs a, a new facelift, man. Like, I love baseball. Don't get me wrong. I can watch it anytime, but I'm not watching 162 games. Like, that shit dead, bro. So, you got to try something different. You got to bring the average fan in. Like, how are you going to do that? Like, you can only do home runs for so long, you know. Like, that that gets old. You can't watch home runs 162 games, you know, 162 days out the year. It's fucking boring. So, yeah, try something different. Let us get to know the players. So, this is it's going to be very interesting. Uh, we'll see how it all comes together. Uh, surprisingly, there was a firing in the NBA but unfortunately, <clears throat> it wasn't Jim Boylan. Uh, somehow, some way, uh, the Brooklyn Nets fired uh, Kenny Atkinson. Uh, he was the head coach, uh, former head coach. He was like 130 and like 190. Uh, you know his, um, <clears throat> you know his record wasn't that good. But I think this was more so about Kyrie and KD. And what they wanted, and they just didn't see him as a coach that would get them to the next level. And so he's going to be highly sought after. And in my opinion, I really hope that the the Bulls look close and try to go get a guy like that. Or maybe even Brett Brown. Because I feel that the Philadelphia 76ers, they're not going to do well this year. I think they're going to be ousted in the first round. I don't think it matters who they play in the first round. I think they're going to lose in the first round, one of those two guys will probably get traded between Ben Simmons and Embiid. I truly believe that it's going to be Embiid and you just build around Ben Simmons. That's just my opinion. I will put four shooters 
around the court with Ben Simmons and let him just, you know, run the show. And th- that would be ridiculous, you know. It would be hard to guard. So I would do that personally. But I also feel like that, you know, they don't think Brett Brown is the answer, so they're going to fire him. And I'm praying that the Bulls find a way to get Brett Brown to Chicago, you know, immediately. Immediately. Like, that has to happen, man. Like, why not, man? Because this – I can't do boiling, bro. Like, why he's still coaching us, G? Why Why he's still coaching us? <sighs> it's fucking annoying, man. I swear, man. Damn. Uh, I also want to say, uh, so Lil Uzi, uh, for those who don't know, uh, he just dropped an album a couple of days ago. Uh, it's called uh, Eternal Take. And I just want to let you know, <clears throat> just want to let you know that uh, that album is fire, bro. That album is fucking fire. And I'm really a Uzi fan, man. I'm really starting to accept that's just who I am, man. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah, he doesn't do, like, a lot of thought-provoking shit, but he's so chill to me, man. He chill as fuck. He real laid back. And, you know, like, his his famous thing where it's like my third day out here. Shit, I don't care. Like, he just, he just him, man. Like, he's just real chill. He... He ain't trying to be nobody else. He's trying to be the best him. And I fuck with that, man. And that's why, like, I, man, I, I love that. So, his, man, his new album, that, that shit, that shit go hard, man. I would say, like, maybe my favorite song on there uh, is Pop. I don't know. It's just the, the way that he put it together. Like, he was just going crazy, man. He was like, pop that ass, pop that ass, do the dash. You know, he was going crazy. He was spazzing on the beat. And so, shout out to Uzi, man. Yo, going crazy. Everybody taking one of the songs. And I've seen, like, so many different uh, IG pages of high school players, you know, four-star, three-star, five-star recruits, immediately putting together highlight tapes with, with Uzi songs on it. And, like, Uzi, Uzi, big impact, man. So, shout out to Uzi. Make sure y'all go listen to the new album, Eternal, A Take. Out now, all streaming devices, all that good stuff. Yo, rock with the homie Ooze, man. He ain't fucking around. All right, y'all. Let's uh, let's let's preview the the episode, man. This is episode number ninety six. Ninety six of them things. B ninety six. Man, that's gonna ruin my power ninety two plug. All right, so this is episode ninety six. Um, it's called Stall Me Out. We gonna get into a little bit more about that later. We also got the head ass of the week. Head ass of the week. Um, it just it just got to be addressed immediately. And I don't know why he was doing this math. And then the catch five list. The catch five list is consisting of uh, my favorite tracks from To Pimp a Butterfly. You know, uh, this week, actually, is going to be five years since it dropped, man. Five years since it dropped. So I'm really excited about that, man. So we're going we gonna to talk about those tracks later but for right now let's get into the random thought of the episode a random thought of the episode now i'm really not a huge burger king fan and i didn't even know this i mean i don't go in there a lot either so maybe i would know so you know i went in there the other day to go grab mom some uh my mom loved the the King Sandwich Burger, she loved that. Bang that shit. 
And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, let me go get a burger for moms, you know? Let me go check it out. And so I go ahead, I grab the burger, and then, of course, I have to get, like, a Coca-Cola Icy because why wouldn't you do that? I mean, that's 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 common sense. Like, that goes with any meal. It, it's clutch. Well, I got it for me. I didn't get it for her, but, you know, uh, I had to get that. It was necessary. And then I noticed that they got they got chocolate chip cookies. When did when when did when did Burger King start selling chocolate chip cookies? Where was where was I at? Did I did I miss that? Did I get that memo? Has that always been going on? Have I just been missing that? Because I tried them the other day and them bitches was flame, man. Them bitches were flame. Oh my goodness. Oh man. It was a uh, man, and it it was like two for a dollar, man, two for a dollar. It was it was ridiculous, and I'm so appreciative about uh <laughs> about Burger King, man. Yo, I didn't even know that they was really they had an operation like that with their chocolate chip cookies, but yeah, them them things are the real deal, Holyfield, definitely the real deal. And I just want to let y'all know that. And that is my random thought of the episode, which is Burger King chocolate chip cookies are underrated. Very, very underrated. Please believe that. Yo, heartthrobbers. I wouldn't even lie to you about that, man. These, they're in competition with Subway with these cookies, man. I I said it, you know, I ain't want to say that, but hey, I put it out there. If you don't like me, uh, sue me. I ain't got no money anyway, so you're wasting your time. Straight like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. So let's get straight into the head ass of the week. Head ass of the week came from a tweet. From We're going to call her name is Makita Rivas. So she tweeted this on Super Tuesday. Uh, anybody that's voting out there. Uh, Mike Bloomberg officially dropped out the race. And uh, Mike Bloomberg had a lot of bread. And he spent a lot of it on this campaign. And so Makita Rivas goes on to say, uh, Mike Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. The U.S. population is $327 million. He could have given each American $1 million and still have money left over. I feel like a $1 million check would be life-changing for most most people. Yet he wasted it all on ads and still lost. And I I don't know if she got the memo, but it's more than $327 million. Um, Does she know? Like, did somebody tell her? I don't think she knows. Um, yeah. Nah, son. Nah. Nah, don't do that. Um, I'm going to just leave it just like that. You are the head ass of the week. Head ass boy. Boy. Yeah. Ooh, we. You know what? I'm the head ass of the week. Because it is three hundred and ah, it's three hundred and thirty million. Ah, so she was wrong. So all right, you know she's still wrong. All right, bet. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, gotta make sure I do my homework. 
All right, y'all, let's get straight into the Catch 5 list. The Catch 5 list is consisting of my favorite tracks from To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar uh, album. It dropped five years ago, man. Like, damn, that was crazy. Don't even seem like that was five years ago, but, yeah, here we are, man. 2015, man, that was that was a crazy year. That was That was a fun year, definitely a fun year. But let's get into my 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 five. You know, it was it was very hard trying to put this together because I really don't have too many like songs that's like hits on there. Uh, you know, you hear them on the radio, you hear them enough. But these songs, they they stood out to me the most. You know, these are songs that I still got in rotation. Uh, so coming in number five, I got Mama. Uh, that track, you know. We've been waiting for you, waiting for you. I know everything. I know everything. I man, yo, like he kept saying that. Like he, he was a know-it-all on that track. Like, <laughs> like, bro, chill out. But I love that song, man. I just love that beat and just just to ride out like that, man. It's it's nothing like it. I love that beat. You can just you can close your eyes and just. And just cruise, man. Just vibe out. Nah, that's what I love, man. I'm all about vibe, so that's what I do. That's why I said number five, uh, Mama. Come in number four, uh, I got Hood Politics. And I love Hood Politics for, man, just the way the, the, the beat changes. Like, from the beginning, call me on Shanika's phone. Don't tell me you out here wearing no skinny jeans and shit. <laughs> Uh, dude was funny, and then you know when he switched it over to Obama said what it do. I don't know why he didn't rap over that man. That part of the beat was so fucking cold. I'm still mad about that man. Years have gone by, five almost five years have gone by, and I still can't believe that he didn't rap on that part, man. Obama said what it do, dum, dum. man. Yo, that was like. Classic West Coast 90s shit. I, man, I wish you would have rapped on that. But nevertheless, I still love the song, Hood Politics, number four. Uh, coming number three, and this is the catch five list of my favorite tracks from To Pimp a Butterfly, five years later. Uh, coming number three, I got All Right. Now, I love All Right. Jordan loves All Right. Jordan loves that song. Like, when she was a kid, she used to sing that shit non Stop. Non stop. Like we made videos off that shit, dancing to that shit. We, yo, we was turned the fuck up. Turned the fuck up. That's what we do. Like we was getting apple juice wasted. That's what we do. And yo, we love that song. We gonna be alright. It sounded like a, a a civil rights chant, you know? And sometimes you just gotta remind yourself that every once in a while, like, no matter what you're going through. You just remember that, you know, we're going to be all right, man. You know, we're going to be all right. You got nothing to worry about. Straight like that. Quote the catch-up. Quote the catch-up. That's why it's coming in number three, man. Coming in number three. Number two, and this is the first track on the album. And, you know, it just starts off so smooth. Every nigga is a star, baby. Who in her mind that you reminded? Every nigga is a star. 
hit me. <laughs> oh, man, George Clinton, he was so needed on that track. But, yeah, Kendrick Lamar did his thing on that, man. I could listen to that all damn day. At first, I did love you. Now I just want to fuck. Late nights thinking of you. Until I got my... Till I get my nut. <laughs> oh, man, I love that track, man. Like that, That's one of them tracks. It's a feel-good track, man. It was definitely... Definitely a feel-good track. And that's why it's coming in number two. But coming in number one, and Forever Be the track I listen to damn near every day. Uh, For Sale Interlude, man. Uh, I love that track, man. I really do, man. Yeah, I just love, the, like, just everything about it. Like, how he talking about Lucy and, you know, like a girl way. It was really, yeah, it was... It was real smooth, man. It was real smooth. And I just like how I start off and be like, what's wrong, nigga? I thought you was keeping it gangster. I thought this what you wanted. Yeah, I, man, I love that track, man. Love that track. And you like, you said my name was Lucia. I say, no, you crazy? You said, oh, no, not the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sure ain't got nothing on Lucy. Yeah, he he almost spashed, you know. And I, that's why I love that man. I love that I could just listen to that over and over and over again. Like even though for free interlude, that's an honorable mention. I wanted to put that on this this list. That concludes the catch five list. I wish I could have put it on here, man, but I I had no space for it. Well, over the five tracks that I already had on here, you know, you got like. I love myself, you know that 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 was cool. It it was fine. A few other tracks that was cool, but these are the five that I know that I if I'm going to that album, I'm immediately going straight to these tracks. Immediately, no hesitation, straight like that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get into the main topic of the episode. Once again, this is episode number ninety. Six, 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 six. And it's called Stall Me Out, man. And for those who don't know, uh, this is pertaining to Megan Thee Stallion's uh, contract dispute. And she, you know, had to go ahead and she had to, you know, she had to sue them. You know, I had to sue her record label, 1501. And when I first heard that, you know, the owner of the record label, the manager was Carl Crawford. I'm just thinking of just like just a regular dude, you know, um, regular uh, white guy, uh, manager or whatever. I, 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 I didn't think too much of it. I did not know that this was the same Carl Crawford they used to play for like the Dodgers, the Red Sox and uh, and play for the Rays. I'm like, yo. What the hell does Carl Crawford know about managing? But, I mean, he, you know, he did get a lot of bread from the, uh, I think the Red Sox. The Red Sox paid him pretty nice. He cleaned up. And then I, I think it carried over to the Dodgers. He cleaned up, too. And uh, so, I mean, he got some bread. I just didn't know that that's what he was doing. You know, <laughs> he was, you know, managing Megan. That's crazy. So, 
uh, first she she put out on you know Instagram Live. She was complaining that she they was blocking her from putting out new music. And first she you said she alleged that she only been paid only fifteen thousand from the label after earning more than a billion streams and selling over three hundred thousand individual track downloads, which equates to an estimated seven million. Now I just find it hard, very hard to believe that with that much from streaming and downloading, which is ridiculous. And I know that her shit was just getting bumped nonstop because I was bumping some of her shit too, you know. I got to call a spade a spade, you know what I'm saying? And that shit, man, her shit was fire. But for her to get only $15,000 out of a possible $7 million, damn. You talking about dripping in finesse. You know it, you know it. Somebody lying. I don't know who's lying, but somebody lying. I mean, there's no way, no way, no freaking way that somebody out of, you know, 7 million, she only got 15,000. Bruh, come on, fam. Come on, fam. Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, it, it makes no sense. How, how I, I don't know. I've refused to believe even though she was having a hot girl summer, she was probably finessing. I refuse to believe that she only got 15 racks. Like, come on, fam. Like, that's what she got out of that deal. And then there, it's also been a lot of uh, rumors going around, you know, because Megan, she's now signed with, uh, she signed a management deal with Grok Nation last year. And now she believes that it's been two sides. So one side is is that Carl Crawford believes that Jay-Z is just, you know, trying to hold them hostage and make it seem like the they look bad so he can he can take this artist. However, it's also been rumors that Megan been saying ever since that she got the management deal that uh, she's been getting attacked and threatened on social media by the record label. And then they've been holding her down for not to be able to make music. And they said she was only getting, like, 40% of her, like, royalties and stuff like that. So... And then she was splitting that with, like, her producers and shit. And I'm like, that's, yo, that's fucking wild. Like, why would you even sign a deal like that? Like, a 360 deal? Nobody learned from Lauren Hill. Nobody. Nobody learned from Lauren Hill. I mean, y'all just watch the new edition. Like, come on, man. Like, like <laughs> man, like, nobody learned. Nobody. So, I guess she didn't learn. But, yo, call Crawford, man. That that's that's still that's still mind boggling, man. Like he was a decent left handed hitter and for him to now be in the tabloids for like a record label, like that shit fucking funny, man. But I, I have not heard Megan's new album yet. I've heard that it's pretty fire. Um I've heard that from a few few of the chicks. Uh, you know, Janae got an album coming out. She her, her album dropped. You know, I've seen a lot of toxic uh posts. A lot of toxic texts. And, uh, yeah, so I guess Janae's album must be fire, too. Uh, however, I, I do need to check out Meg's album, see what it's all about. And, you know, you know, support the support the homie. But that's fucked up, man. I just, I just, I don't know. I just have a hard time just believing that she only got paid 15 racks from the label, man. How you only get paid 15 racks from the label 
and you made the label over seven million. Like, there's no way that she she didn't notice. And I just feel like there's no way that they could easily finesse her like that. One, somebody's lying. I just don't know who it is. I wish that I knew who's lying, but it's, it's hard to tell. And all I can say about it is that, you know, I just hope that cooler heads prevail. I hope it doesn't get messy. Uh, as of now, like, obviously, her, she was able to release some new music, so that was good. But I hope she's not getting paid. Like, she only getting, like, a, a portion like that. Like, 15000 out of $7 million, that's disrespectful as fuck. Disrespectful. At least give me three. I, I got to get at least three off the top. Like, come on now. Come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm the reason why this happening. I know y'all pushing the money for me, but I'm the reason why this happening. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the sales. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm writing these bars and shit. And y'all do that? That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. It's just, man, it's mind-boggling. I, I just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's getting real messy. Now it's in court. And, of course, like always, catch up. We'll make sure that the hearth robbers get the update on, you know, that lawsuit. You know, hopefully it goes in favors of Megan Thee Stallion. And that right there is the end of the episode. Listen, man, thank y'all so, so, so much. I can't express that enough. Y'all cool as fuck, man. Y'all the shit. I really appreciate y'all, man. I really, really do. And so with that being said, it is now time for the shout outs. Yeah. First and foremost, first shout out will forever and always go to the Jose Cuervo Silver. Yo, Jose Cuervo Silver. Sponsor your boy, man. Sponsor your boy, man. I'm on the main line. Shout out to Jack Daniels. Honey. Whiskey. Tennessee, yo, Fireball, all that shit, yo, the whole corporation, yo, you can rock with your boy too, you can definitely rock with your boy, uh, shout out to Kenna, the dry ginger ale, cause that shit is so fucking amazing, shout out to Direct Deposit once again, cause Direct Deposit, where would I be without you, you know, uh, shout out to Yellowtail, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, like, I tried Yellowtail, uh, last week, and this shit is fucking fire, man, yo, I switched over to Red Wine, and Red Wine Drunk, is a very different drunk and i know that now i know that now uh, yes a uh, shout out to uh, Co- not Kobe. shout out to lebron james man, i got kobe on my mind damn kobe. Uh, shout out to lebron james man and the lakers uh, they beat the bucks and they beat the clippers this weekend hell of a weekend for them hell of a coup uh you know keep doing your thing you know, we'll see what happens in the playoffs uh, you know shout out to the nfl draft on its way coming soon Shout out to the first legal sports betting uh, that happened today at Rivers Casino. It's lit. We can finally, you know, legally bet on sports. And I can't wait, man. I got I to gotta pump some money in there. I, I got to make a change. Get in on some of these parlays and come up a few racks, you know. I think it's my time. And uh, last but not least, uh, shout out to my baby, Jordan. Mwah. Daddy loves you. Y'all know where y'all can find me, man. Y'all can find me everywhere. Y'all can find me on Snapchat at KetchupDan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DanKetchup. You can follow the business page on Instagram, minimum underscore wage underscore heart throbs. Uh, 
catch the website, man. What's the catch.com slash shops. Get you some minimum wage heartthrobs gear, man. Yo, I ship that shit out to you, fam. Like, I don't, you know, sometimes I forget, you know, and I'm human. Shit happens, you know, but I make sure that you get your shit. For, for real, for real. And, uh, yeah, man. Yo, I'm out here, man. And that's the end of the show. And like I always say. Wait. Wait. What I always say? Nothing. I just. Just end the show. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, the podcast. I'm your boy, Ketchup. Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, baby. Ah, ain't that a bitch? I'm Ketchup, motherfucker. Must uh, zap your dumb ass. Oh, shit.